Hi, amazing friends. How are you? It's Candace Kumai. Welcome to the Wabi Sabi podcast, episode number 95. Hey, you guys know it is cold and flu season right now, which means that we've got to support our immune system. This is key, particularly at this time of year. But the best news is I have something for you to protect your immunity proactively with Manuka honey. Manuka is superior to regular honey because it boasts amazing antibacterial properties that contain antioxidants, and it is very effective in supporting your overall immunity. It can also be a bonus to help your digestion out. I am a huge fan of using a little bit of Manuka in my morning matcha, or I like to drizzle it on top of my yogurt and my oatmeal in the morning. Comvita is harvested from the pristine forests of New Zealand and it offers the most premium, pure, well-researched, and sustainable sourced Manuka products available on the market. I have a special gift for you guys. I'm so excited to share. Comvita is going to give you 25% off all of their amazing Manuka honey products. That is 25% off as my gift to you for being my listener for the last five years. All you have to do is enter the code CANDICE25 at comvita.com, C-O-M-V-I-T-A.com. You can check out Comvita's propolis products for immune support as well as Manuka products for kids. Remember that they use UMF, which is a unique Manuka factor. It's a rating to guarantee significant levels of Manuka's most potent compounds. So you're always going to get the best quality products. I vet them myself. I'm a professionally and French trained chef from the Cordon Bleu school. And I have cooked on the line for many years. And I will only share products with you that I actually use and love. So don't forget to check out 25% off at comvita.com, C-O-M-V-I-T-A.com and use the code Candice 25 Candace 25 can't wait to see you guys with your manuka shots share them with me i'll be posting them as well today we're going to talk about a little bit of overall health and wellness in regards to mental health and wellness and exercising how we stretch our mental health muscles we want to combat depression and anxiety as much as we do the common cold I too have suffered and struggled with depression and anxiety my whole life. I'm going to share some insider tips with you today on how we can overcome these mental health issues together and help to normalize the conversation. There are groups like NAMI as well as Wondermind and Selena Gomez and her new docu. They all help to normalize the conversation around mental health. For too long when I wrote for Men's Health and Women's Health, I sat at my desk on Wall Street in New York and I always wondered why we never covered the inside health of a man's brain versus the abs and physique of the bodies that you saw on every cover that we shot for the last 20 years. The thing that was really apparent was that we weren't paying attention to the conversation around mental health 12 years ago, but now we absolutely make it paramount and it is a must when it comes to better mental health and wellness in our world of evolving wellness. 
there are a lot of people out there that are preaching bullshit and you've got to be very smart about being self-aware and making really good choices about who you follow and where you get your information from. You can be triggered very easily if somebody is out there creating videos that will trigger you on purpose so that you buy their course or their products or you follow them simply based off of vulnerability. Be careful with these types of people. I always post funny videos, something that's fun or cute or informative. My goal is to get you better education, wabi-sabi, while it's perfectly imperfect. I drop an F-bomb here and there, big deal, who cares? I also am just a real person like your big sister or your best friend, and I'm always going to give you the truth to the best of my ability. When I was a journalist at all the big mags on the masthead, it was my calling and my loyalty that set me apart from the rest. I always wanted to so devoutly give you the best information. As my mother would say, you know, Candice, you have to give people the correct information. I'm going to lose my face if you are not giving them a good, you know, has to be correct. Think about a maybe study longer, okay? So for many years, I would travel to Japan. Since I was about 25, I've been taking these trips back and forth. But I have been going to Japan since I was five. But later in life, I ended up becoming fascinated with my own heritage. So I deeply want you to look at where you come from and who you are, because that will make up so much of the genetic background of what kind of foods you can eat, what kind of meditation you could practice, and what type of person are you deep inside at the root of your problems. For me, triggers are almost always around things like not feeling good enough, feeling like I don't fit in, maybe being bullied by some other girls. Girls aren't always nice, we know that. Sometimes I feel like people change their schedule on me and I feel like I'm not important. And I get these feelings all the time of just anxiety and sort of pangs of suffering which is normal, wabi-sabi. We're all going to go through a life of suffering, which we know in Buddhism is to be true. But how can we better handle that suffering and pain? I'll help you to track the triggers and go through that today with all the best honesty and information I can give you as possible. You know, I wouldn't be a good wellness practitioner or journalist writer if I wasn't real. And I often say, as I have to my friends on the Almost 30 podcast, if you can't be real, how could you ever be well? Rachel Zoe said something so beautiful the other day, and it was her noting the thing that she's the most proud of is the fact that she has never cheated people, she has never cut corners, and she has always been honest in her morals and values with work. And at the end of the day, she can sleep really well. I too feel the same beautiful energy of that sediment, and I hope you do as well. My hand is on my heart. Take a deep breath in, and take a deep breath out. We almost always forget that morals and values play a huge role in our mental health and wellness. They say secrets keep you sick. 
they also say, be careful who you surround yourself with. And that's why I want to put out the forewarning that one of the first triggers is social media and a lot of people trying to give you information. Now, this is a job I've had for 20 years. It's nothing new to me. But besides writing articles for people like Chopra, Goop, Bon Appetit, or Well and Good, Vogue, I also really prized the mental health and wellness that we put out there with Shape and Men's Journal, Women's Health and Men's Health for so long. Drinking a little topo. Sorry. I know that you guys can't stand it when I take a sip, but I I cannot tell you how I have a tickle in my throat that's been driving me crazy. I think it's from hay fever allergies, so forgive me trying my best here. I need a little bit of that Comvita Manuka honey. Here we go. <laughs> it definitely works anytime you have a little trickle in your throat. And as always, I digress. So when you're looking at the landscape of wellness gurus and self-help bullshit, come on, you guys, the only individual that's ever going to help you is yourself. One must realize, like Eckhart Tolle has been telling us, that we absolutely are the only person that holds the keys to our own wellness. Eckhart Tolle says, going beyond limitation, in each person's life, there comes a time when he or she pursues growth and expansion on the level of form. This is when you strive to overcome limitation, such as physical weakness, financial scarcity, when you acquire new skills or knowledge, through creative, creative action, you bring something new into this world that is life-enhancing for yourself as well as others. It could be a piece of music, work, art, a book, a service you provide, a function you perform, a business organization you set up, anything that you make a vital contribution to. When you are present, when your attention is fully in the now, Presence starts to flow and transform what you do. There will be quality and power in it. You are present when what you are doing is not primarily a means to an end, aka money, prestige, winning, on parentheses, parentheses, whatever, money, prestige, winning, but fulfilling in itself when there is joy and aliveness in what you do and of course, you cannot be present unless you become friendly with the present moment. That is the basis for effective action, uncontaminated by negativity. So we must know that when we are focused on the present moment, and we are not looking for money, prestige, or winning, but rather fulfilling ourselves with joy and aliveness that is in its purest form with nothing in return when nobody is looking, that is when things matter. So when people are showing off to you about their guru shit, I would take a step back and look deeply at thyself on your own and take a deep look at yourself in the mirror and say, Candace, I know you're not always well, and not every day is going to be perfect, wabi-sabi, but I know you're doing your best, and with all virtue of value, and also 
morality, like my moral compass is really good. I feel good at night when I can say to myself, what did I do today to help others? And what did I do today to help myself? And how can I choose to make tomorrow a better day as a better person? Say these things to yourself because affirmations work and no guru is going to solve your problems. This will only come from your inner work. So keep reading the books, keep staying away from people that call themselves like your teacher or your mentor or your guru. Maybe just lean in towards that person that makes you feel really good on the weekend or the call to your mom that makes you laugh because you're making fun of the cats or that time where you get to go and get dressed up and go to your next charity gala. Lean into that time where you're meeting up with your old girlfriend in New York City and you know you're going to laugh your ass off reminiscing on your last 10 years there. Lean into that little moment and that glimmer of hope when you get the phone call for that new job or when the boyfriend or girlfriend gives you a call and you know that they're the real deal and your life feels really good. I said this before, I'll say it again. Remember the time that you wished for what you have now? Savor that. So stay away from the triggers. Stay away from the wannabes. I often have a bad taste in my mouth and people try to tell me that they're going to be a self-help spirituality teacher. I don't know. I just think maybe we are our only best teachers on our own. Like that's really up to you. Everything else is already taken and everyone else's experience you are on your own unique path, which means you are the only key holder to your destiny. And you have a lot of shit that you need to let go of. And I'm talking to myself right now. And I'm completely self-aware about this. Self-awareness and the word knowing is the second practice that we can do to alleviate mental health and wellness that has been bad you know that depression and anxiety that kind of eats away at us is normal and I'm not going to call it bad as in like it's an antagonist I'm just going to call it bad as in like you're going to have a few bad days you're not going to feel great all the time and that's okay but not every day is going to be a perfect day wabi sabi You have to be honest with yourself when you have depression and take the steps to treat it with a friend or a professional. They can listen to you rather than talk and you too can begin a journaling session together or maybe you start seeing a regular therapist or maybe it's just a matter of giving a phone call to a friend and journaling at the end of every day. Whatever it is that needs to be done. Be gentle on yourself and know that knowing is your superpower. You are not alone when you are unwell. Now, 
The third thing we can do is let go of all of our resentments. Letting go is actually the hardest gift that was given to us. The ability to be able to change your life right now in an instant is a gift. So why aren't we letting go? And why are we rather holding on to so much toxicity and BS and just shit we don't need anymore? Why do we do that to ourselves? For so long, about two decades, I never knew that I was allowed to let go of all the old narratives, torment, torture, just horrible things that had happened to me, especially from producers that I've worked with in TV. And even people that manipulated me for a really long time, I later realized that I have control and you do too. And you have freedom. And those are two gifts in knowing when you take action and you practice wellness to get to a better path. Big or small steps matter. And every day becomes a new canvas for you to be able to share your love and art with the world. Don't be stuck in your head. Don't think that you don't matter. You matter. And I love you and I see you. And I really mean that. I see you. I read every comment that you send to me. I read every email. I read every single review. And I love you guys so much. Sure, I get a lot of shitty things too. But I really enjoy the 99% of positivity that I receive back. And I thank you. That is not normal, I don't think. But 20 years of really trying to play this game with all honesty and good values and morals has been hard. But you know what? There are people out there that are working as a janitor and a house cleaner and a trash guy and they're doing real hard work. A coal miner, I mean, there's physically backbreaking work that's done every day. Even the men that just lay the asphalt out on the pavement that you drive on every day, backbreaking work. So I can't complain. I get to sit at my desk and write at a computer. <laughs> I mean, boring, but virtuous. I love it. It's an art form. And might I add, there is a difference between an influencer and a person trying to sell you shit and an artist that shares recipes, really good wellness tips, and helps you to learn how to take control of your own destiny into your own hands. It gives you the keys and says, you've got this. Now go, because it's your turn. I really believe that there are still good people out there. When I read Titnot Han, Eckhart Tolle, Marianne Williamson, A Course in Miracles, I do still feel really good wellness practitioners out there. Titnot Han has a few books, one called True Love, one called How to Relax. They're very short reads. And sometimes I, I just read them aloud to myself because I think of all monks, he is one of the few that has shared his life's work through writing in documentation. 
And the man didn't want to sell anything to anyone. He was the real deal. I often think to myself too, that a practice we can focus on is to slow down (laughs) and turn off the tech, which we spoke about in episode 94. If we slow down, this is a way for us to sort of look at the entire picture. We can enjoy the sunset at night because God made it out of a watercolor for you. We can enjoy the sunrise in the morning because we laid off of alcohol and we laid off of sugar and our diet is better now. So we're able to go to bed early. And of course, I will do a full few episodes on Wabi Sabi about how to eat better and how to be better to your body. Because so many of you love my books like Clean Green Eats, but you don't know how to apply the habits to create the change in your everyday life. And I'm here for it. Take a deep breath in. Take a deep breath out. I do believe that slowing down and getting off technology, reading more books, and looking for virtuous individuals is very helpful to the development of your brain and psyche and to help to counter the negative thoughts, the anxious woes, and the very down depressed days. There is a way for us to change our brain health over time. There are foods you can choose to eat to help improve your brain function. I particularly every day try to eat foods like dark leafy greens, blueberries, walnuts, flaxseed, flaxseed meal, or flaxseed oil, sweet potatoes. And by the way, the Okinawan sweet potato is not fucking just purple. Jesus, I'm rolling my eyes right now. I got two messages from ignorant people on social that think that they know more about Japanese food than I do. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Try me. Call me. I got you, honey. There are hundreds of varieties of potatoes from Japan and hundreds of varieties of sweet potatoes from Okinawa. It is very possible that we don't know everything about anything and that there might be more than hundreds of varieties. I'll talk about that another day when I get to school people. Knowledge is beautiful and it's also really powerful. Like I said to you earlier, knowing is a superpower. I know I don't know everything about food, but I certainly know that my 25 years or more in the food industry, I think I started working in food at 15, um, they, I'm not, I'm not good at math, clearly. <laughs> I, uh, I think I've done a really good job of being able to share with you, you know, just start, just start cooking, just start putting walnuts in. Because people will say things like, well, how much, how many walnuts, how many blueberries do I need? The oak, no, and sweet potato is purple. No, it's not. It's many colors. I almost said a bad word, but I'm trying to really slow my role on the cursing. I can't help it. But really, honestly, dark leafy greens, blueberries, walnuts, flaxseed, all different types of varieties of fruits and veggies. I have a full list in Clean Green Eats. 
those foods can boost your brain health and that can boost your immunity. If you think about the Manuka honey, 25% off, use the code Candice25. That is serious superfood from the earth. And I really love Manuka honey in general because it helps with immunity and gut health, which is like a double whammy. Also, we can't forget about miso paste and its fermented benefits, which help with brain boosting powers and also gut health. So changing your diet and getting off of sugar and alcohol and eating better and cleaner and then getting rest every night at 8 p.m. and waking up early in the morning and seeing God's sunrise and sunset, those types of things are so, they're just the real deal in wellness. And nobody needs to talk about it. It's just a normal part of life. Once we all got on social together, we decided to overshare. And now that oversharing is destroying our mental health. And what good is that? I'm glad that we get to talk together on the podcast. I'm glad that my next book is an Audible original. It's good for you to be off a screen and virtually just listening to one solo voice of reason. I will try the best in my power to continue to do good research in Japan and beyond. My ancestors had a lot of superpowers and they passed them on to me and I really believe that I can just be a good example to show to you that I still have my share of problems and I'm not going to pretend like I'm holier than thou and I'm not going to sell you a course on how to be a better person. I want you to do that on your own. I think that we can all do better development inside, whether that means putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation and getting out of it a better person, sending a few emails that are really uncomfortable and hard for you to do, but you're also standing up for yourself. I believe it was Eleanor Roosevelt that said, that we need to do one thing every day that scares us. Have you done that yet? After sometimes I, I do get really anxious. And the way that I combat this is I talk it through with the girls on my team, like Julianne or Jacqueline or Jordan or Nikki. And also with my partner, Sean, we talk things through just so that I have a good reference of opinion and a well-rounded outlook on life. While I love having conversations with my girlfriends on the podcast, I think we've found that the solo episodes do just as well as the guest episodes. So this must mean that the truth that I speak of from the most powerful part of my soul might be coming through some other higher power. I don't know. I've felt that many times. And it used to freak me out, to be honest. I've tried to be honest with you guys about it because I didn't know how to explain it other than when I saw other people doing it. I was like, yeah, I get that. It's it's almost like a a spiritual like gift that I didn't understand how to open it. And if you have one of those, run with it. If you're really good at playing piano, if you really have got a good green thumb, if you are excellent at watercolor painting, if you love sculpture and pottery, don't let go of art. Art 
is so different from influencers. A true artist inevitably does its work, as Saul Bass says, I want to create beautiful things, even if nobody cares. That is an artist. An influencer is the complete opposite of that, which is that throw up of just overshare narcissism and constantly needing attention to feel fulfilled. When we can take social media out of our equation, we can see our pain and suffering. A lot of it was caused by the overshare and the overconsumption of media on tech. So when we can go back into nature, cook for ourselves, talk to our closest friends, take action when following your path and actually do the work, when you can let go of your resentments and maybe write them out and find out what problems you caused in your own resentments. I had that list of 70 fucking people and I caused all 70 of the resentments because guess what they were in my head nobody else's so take accountability and responsibility for your own actions on yourself and be gentle to yourself give yourself a break practice knowing because knowing means you are never alone and that a lot of people right now are opening up on in good quality work like books audible documentaries Go to these things and get off of social media. Trust me, the break is fabulous. Be easy on yourself and gentle. And remember to treat others the way that you would like to be treated. Even if you're super busy, you're not more important than anyone else. Even if you think you're special, you're not more special even if you don't have time, slow down and make the time. Be good to others. You only live once. And as I said before, people will always remember how you made them feel, Maya Angelou. Now that I'm out on the other side of a lot of my discomfort that I put myself through, I now can handle my triggers a lot better because I'm really self-aware. Depression is temporary and anxiety is temporary, but it's almost a choice because now I know what my triggers are and I've got to spend way more time off my phone. I've got to practice what I preach. I took care of my finances because they were my biggest trigger over the last few years And I owned that shit and I took care of it. I also really believe in doing the work without having to share with everyone. Because sometimes things are better left unsaid and just in your own heart. You will not see me overshare a ton about my personal life because those people are so precious to me. And those pets, they are so beautiful. Life is really interesting, right? It is full of these different colors, like a prism. And I'm often fascinated by the day-to-day changes in those colors. Whether the light shines one direction or the other, we can look at life through any lens we choose to. 
So let's choose to be much more open-minded. Let's take care of each other and our mental health. Let's say, are you okay? And ask people genuinely how they are doing. Ask others how you can be of service to them. Take better care of one another and cook more meals together. And lastly, if you can try your very best every day to be gentle on yourself, take time to breathe and let go. One of the hardest things you'll ever do in this lifetime is let go of things that were not meant for you. Now, I know you needed to hear that. I don't know why. But I know what it's like to hold on. Boy, do I know. It's time to let go, guys. As hard as the work can be, you can do it. (laughs) As my mom says, oh yeah, if Candace can do it, you know anyone can. (laughs) She doesn't even like me that much, so you guys know. All right, we have time for maybe two questions today. I got a little teary there. (laughs) Sorry, it's a lot sometimes. So one of our frequent listeners, Zochan, wrote, I think that travel might be the best kind of education while I finish my degree. I wanted to ask you, what was it like working on a different timeline than most of your peers? You know, Zoe, it was very difficult because I felt like I was in my own lane and I always have been. So that's a very lonely place to be. And people, they made comments like, oh, I have a real job, you know, like a nine to five when in 2007, I launched my first S corporation and it's still doing phenomenal. And um, it wasn't popular at the time. So I never followed trends or crowds or what was popular. I always stayed in my own lane. And that is a much more enriching experience, in my opinion, because you're going to create your own path and your own destiny. And you're going to be able to share that path with others when your time arrives. And I still don't always feel like I've arrived. Jenna Kutcher and I on the Gold Digger podcast love her. We have a great combo about that exact topic on her podcast this week. So check it out. You guys will find it hard to believe that I choke up and I just feel like nobody has even noticed any of the work that I've done and come to find maybe I really do have imposter syndrome. I think we all do, right? But to answer your question in full, I missed a lot of birthdays and weddings and missed a lot of maybe husbands, thank God that didn't happen. And, (laughs) and I missed a lot of, um, you know, societal norms, like there's no marriage and no kids and no house. And I just felt like I wasn't there yet. And I didn't want pressure from anyone to tell me otherwise. And it came from all angles. Because 
when you do things that are different from everyone else, people are going to question you and they're going to ask you why are you single and they're going to have a problem with that and they're going to ask you, you know, well, why haven't you settled down and bought a house or why you don't have a husband or whatever it is. And it's like, first of all, it's none of your business. And second of all, because I don't feel like it, I'm enjoying my life perfectly still as it is. So it's interesting. Those were questions that were asked to me over the last 20 years. And I feel good as much as my life has been perfectly imperfect, wabi-sabi. I feel good about the choices I made because they were not popular. I feel good about the things that I did because I stood up for myself. And I feel good about the lessons that I learned because they were extremely difficult and they were not for anyone else. And so your path will not be for anyone else to understand. Even my own parents didn't get it. They may still think I'm totally (laughs) crazy. Well, I am. That's obvious. And good for me. Good for me. I enjoy it. I like being crazy. Hope that answered your question. (laughs) Another question we have in from a reader, Mary Kay is Candace how long did it take you to feel comfortable in your own skin sharing so much that you do regarding work well Mary MK the answer is I don't ever really feel that comfortable doing overshares on social because it's not really my thing and um I enjoy being creative on paper, writing books, and then producing like really well done shows like the Shiseido J Beauty show. And I also wanted to say, um, you don't always have to do what everyone else is doing. I don't know if anybody else needs to hear that today besides MK, but you really can do whatever your heart desires. And you just have to see where it goes. Faith will have you on the right path. There will be women that will hate you. There will be men that will talk shit to you. And there will be times where you will want to stop. But I can say that I love my life. I'm going back to New York in a few weeks and we're going to crush meetings and enjoy events and share and connect and grow and love and learn together. But I can say overall, if I can educate on a medium like say I have to educate on social media, then I I will choose that because I believe education is paramount to all things that we do and it will help women in particular get to the next level. I want to make things easier for all of you because I've chosen to pioneer a path, a very rough path alongside with every top chef kid and every tattooed chef and every male ego writer. I thought I did a pretty good job and I think I'm still doing a pretty good job because I can fit into a very nice leather skirt still and heels, put on lipstick and work the room. But now I do it with my brain and not just those legs and stems. But you can do both. The beauty of being a woman who is educated is that you are unstoppable remember that 
And men too. Men too. Men have nice legs, sure. (laughs) I love you guys. Have a fabulous week. And I hope that we can put the puzzle pieces together on better mental health. And if you're feeling down, you are not alone. Mono no aware. Say it to yourself. The pathos in life. Don't forget to check out my newsletter at CandiceKumai.com and sign up for it now. Also, don't forget your coupon code Candice25 for Manuka Honey because it's that time. C-O-M-V-I-T-A dot com. Candice25. And I will also see you guys on Jenna Kutcher's podcast. I see every one of you commenting and supporting. Don't forget to follow us on TikTok and YouTube for more educational content (laughs) and take breaks. You guys deserve it. Thank you. I'm deeply grateful for all of you. And don't forget, all of life is always going to be Wabi Sabi. (laughs) 